Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Trick or treat, and welcome back to Mindset Monday. I'm Gene Zanetti, your cowboy, your coast-to-coast mindset coach, bringing you the best available wrestling-specific mindset information anywhere in the world, right from the home in Edison, New Jersey. Welcome back to Mindset Monday. Gene Zanetti, wrestling mindset, bridging that gap between the mental and the physical in the sport of wrestling. We all say wrestling is 90% mental. And we're training 90% physical. How do we train that gap? It's not either or. It's both and. How do we get that mind right? Again, happy Halloween. A lot of great memories trick-or-treating over these past years. And one thing that we have on our Snapchat, if you're following us on our Snapchat, you will notice that um, one of the things I posted, how was it that when we were in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, we were running, you know, realistically, we were running about four or five miles that day in sprints, back and forth to houses, because we never did anything small. One thing you have to say about TMZ, we never did anything small. And when we were trick-or-treating, we would sprint back and forth to houses when we were younger. And how did we do that for a solid four or five hours straight, just sprinting back and forth? Well, it's because we weren't thinking about running. We were thinking about candy. Right, Shelly? We weren't thinking about candy. But we weren't thinking about running. We were thinking about candy. It's about Focusing with the ends in our mind. Begin with the end in mind. So it's um, eyes on the prize. Being predators, even back when we were early trick-or-treaters. But, you know, the, the lesson still remains the same. Whether we're, whether we're trick-or-treaters, wrestlers, or anything else in life, we have to be predators. Eyes on the prize. We weren't thinking about running. We weren't thinking about exercise. We were tunnel vision on candy. And that's why we were able to um, do a lot more than maybe we would have been able to do on different days. Our focus changed. So that's what we have to do, changing our focus, our mindset, getting that mind right. And again, we invite you that if you have not already, make sure you check out our website, www.wrestlingmindset.com. Make sure you go on there, sign up for your free trial session. 
and make sure you look at our one-on-one -on -one programs. Again, the highest form of mindset training is our one-on-one -on -one programs. This is all an introduction, but this is pointless if we don't take steps further to actually train our mind the same way we train our body, the same way we practice our technique. Doing the mindset training, there's no substitute for it. This is all an introduction to that. Okay, so as you'd imagine, if you're familiar with our program, what are we, what are we talking about tonight? What would be the topic on Halloween? But none other than our, our brand new topic this year on aggressiveness, building an alter ego. And I have to say that this is something that we've developed over the past year. The research has been there for a while. We've known bits and pieces from different areas, but it was all brought together this past April, and we just introduced it officially to the wrestling world this summer at the National Wrestling Coaches Convention in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We brought it to all the top Division I coaches in the country, this whole concept of how do you make a wrestler more aggressive? You know, we still hear from a lot of our, our wrestlers' parents and coaches, you know, my kid's too nice out there. If he only got a little bit meaner, not cheap, not illegal, but how do they get tougher? How do we turn on that beast mode? How do we flip the switch? So like anyone else, any wrestler that's trying to improve, us as wrestling mindset, we're trying to improve also. So we said, hey, we can't leave this to chance. We have to really teach people how to build that killer instinct, how to go into beast mode. So we're not cheap, we're not flagrant, but we are, we are kicking in. We're kicking in gear. Beast mode is coming alive. So one of the major topics we talk about with aggressiveness is developing an alter ego, being a different person on the mat and off the mat. And going along those lines, I have my cowboy hat on, I got my rope, I got my tank top. One of my alter egos when I stepped out on the mat, especially when I was wrestling on top, was that, that imagery of a cowboy, of, of being, you know, riding the bull all the way into the sunset. And we don't mess around. We hold the man down. We turn him. We pin him. That ideology of the cowboy. And there was many things that I did unknowingly to facilitate feeling like a cowboy. And now we're teaching wrestlers how to do just that with our program. We had a cowboy playlist in the basement. When we used to, uh, my brother Greg and I, we used to wrestle. We had a cowboy playlist on there. And, and that would create that whole mentality. And before I would get on top in a wrestling match, I would touch my head. And what was I really doing? I was putting that cowboy hat on, wasn't I? I was putting that cowboy hat on, putting the saddle on his back, and, and, and ready to um, take charge on top. So developing an alter ego. So why do we have an alter ego? What's the whole point of that? We always talk about studying the very best in the world. Study the best wrestlers in the world. Study the best athletes in the world. Study the top performers in the world. A lot of people aren't aware that some of the top performers, some of the top athletes, they have alter egos. Um, look at Beyonce. A lot of people aren't aware, but when Beyonce steps on stage, she calls herself Sasha Fierce. That's her alter ego. She said normally she was very quiet and very shy. Okay, well, now you're performing at the Super Bowl. Now you have thousands, millions of people watching you. How do you cope with that mentally? Well, she has an alter ego. So that's, that's what she does. Eminem, his, his real name being Marshall, Marshall Mathers. His alter ego, though, was um, not Eminem, but Slim Shady. He created that alter ego. Again, normally a very quiet and shy guy. Okay, well, now you're on stage in front of thousands of people, people who are looking at you. They may be judging you. How do you deal with that? Having an alter ego. And it's not just, it's not just them. We see our, the UFC fighters. They all have nicknames, don't they? Back when we used to watch WWE, right? The immortal Hulk Hogan, 
right? The macho man, Randy Savage, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Brett, the hitman heart, right? So they all have their alter egos that they can step into when they take the mat. And it's just really a matter of teaching wrestlers how these top performers, these top stars in football, Ocho Cinco, he, that, that, that became his alter ego out there, the boss. The list goes really on and on where people have that, that alter ego, those nicknames that they really identify with. So we teach these wrestlers. We have a series, a five-part series on aggressiveness, and that's how we develop that alter ego. Little switches that you pull to go into beast mode, to go from nice person off the mat into a complete beast when you do step on the mat. There's a process, a systematic process, to go from, you know, your normal self to being a beast on the mat to kicking into that killer instinct. So it's just a matter of us uh, teaching you how to do it and then you following up with all those mindset exercises. Thank you for all the love. The love. I see it all down there. I see all those hearts. I appreciate it. And really, just like I said, creating that alter ego, this is the introduction to that. But now doing these worksheets, you'll learn the systematic process, how to go from your normal self into your beast mode when you step on the mat. And it's very possible to do it. Um, Mark, Schultz, Mark Schultz did it. He talks about having, having a switch in his book, Foxcatcher. He said every time he pulled his hoodie over his head, now that was making the switch from who he normally is into um, his alter ego when he stepped on the mat. If you look at the Iowa wrestlers, this happens all the time. Uh, the Brands brothers, they rarely, when you watch them on video on like the Terry special and on Flow Wrestling, they're rarely referring to their athletes by their name. Come on, horse. Come on, hammer. And I remember with um, Mike Zadick back in the season, the Iowa documentary back in 2002, 2003, um, Brands goes to Mike Zadick. He goes, hey, fanatical, pick him up once and throw him down. And I was like, yeah, fanatical. I like that. So that became the whole thing that we, that, that we bring to, the, to, to our plate. And we had all of our wrestlers back when I was at Rutgers. We said, okay, everyone – Everyone pick one word that's going to be what you focus on. That's your alter ego on the mat. And I picked fanatical for that reason because I saw brands. I saw someone who is the best in the world at what he does incorporate that alter ego. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do that too. This could work for you in a job interview. Let's say you're not a wrestler. We have a lot of non-wrestlers now who are on these calls. What if you're in a job interview? What if you're taking the SATs? What if um, you're approaching someone who's attractive? right? There, there's many, many situations where we're called in life to step up and perform, to step up to the plate. Maybe I'm a shy person, or maybe I'm a very self-conscious person. How do I overcome that? Gene doesn't take the hit. My alter ego fanatical takes the hit. That's, again, we're seeing it with Eminem. You see it with Beyonce. You see it with Ocho Cinco, the Boz, these UFC fighters. So it's not the person who takes the hit. It's the alter ego. And on Halloween, on a day where we're dressing up, incorporating that. That's, that's when, we, when we dress up, when we're kids, we feel like a different person. Well, it's the same thing with, with when we step on the wrestling mat. God gave us a very creative mind, an unbelievable imagination, and most of us use this God-given imagination to think of reasons why we're going to mess up, to think of reasons why we're going to fail. We have to start using that creative mind, that, that imagination that was a gift from God, we, we learn how to use that to our advantage, having that alter ego. So when you step on the line to perform, whether it's a wrestling match, taking a test, in a job interview, or in life, you could flip that switch into your alter ego and step out there, and you could go beyond yourself, doing things 
and, and being able to act in a way that maybe you wouldn't feel comfortable acting. So let's give another concrete example of this. Uh, normally, I might be very self-conscious what people are thinking about me. So before I step out there in the wrestling mat, oh, there's um, my parents are at the match. My grandparents came to watch me. All my friends expect me to win. There's a pretty girl in the stands. That's a lot of stuff going on in my head. And Gene might be very sensitive, and I don't want to let everyone down. I don't want to look bad in front of all these people. So I create that alter ego, fanatical, which is, which is what we teach our wrestlers how to do, how to create that alter ego and all these little nuances that go along with it. You fill out these mindset worksheets and exercises, and all of a sudden you could step outside of yourself and do things that maybe you would not be comfortable doing when you step out on there in the mat, taking the test, in the job interview, and on and on and on. But again, this is all the introduction. This is the introduction. We don't, when you think about exercise, you don't just think about doing exercises, right? You get on the ground, you do your push-ups. You don't think about pull-ups. You actually get on the bar and you do your pull-ups. And it's the same thing with your technique. You don't just think about practicing your moves. That's good, though. That's visualization. But you practice your moves. You practice your technique in the same, th in the same exact way with our mindset. We listen to this now, and it's doing our, our mindset exercises, doing the mindset worksheets. That's the program that we have, and, and we're happy to share this with you. Again, we just unleashed this alter ego mentality to the wrestling community this summer at the National Wrestling Coaches Convention, and it was an unbelievable success. You wouldn't believe the, the wonderful things these great coaches that we used to look up to. We were even shocked at the great response everyone was giving us. And it's, but it's just learning it from the research and learning it from these high-level performers. We're not going to reinvent the wheel. We're just going to copy successful people. Not copying on a test, obviously. But success leaves clues. Success always leaves clues in exercise, nutrition, in technique, in mindset. Study the best people. Study the happiest people. Study the holiest people. Success leaves clues. And then emulate those people. Um, and tonight actually being the Feast of All Saints Day, that's, we're gonna, we'll talk about that a little more in our spiritual strength call. Talk about having heroes and copying the best people. Our spiritual strength call will begin at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we invite you to stay on, stay on board for that. A really good lesson tonight. Being the total package, spirit, mind, and body, you can't leave anything to chance. So we're big advocates of your technique, your, your lifting weights, your cardio, your flexibility, your tendon strength, your rest, your relaxation, your mindset, your, you know, everything, your, your faith, that's your social life, your academic life. That's like nine or ten levels, nine or ten dimensions we just rattled off right there in that short amount of time. If you're living at a high level on all those areas, your opponents can't keep up with you. Your opponents can't keep up. There's just too much, too much you're doing to stay ahead of them. And remember this, when you're out there competing, whether it's for, um, in a wrestling match, competing to get into a college, competing for a job, it's not you against the other person. It's your lifestyle against their lifestyle. If you're in a team sport, again, I know we have a lot of non-wrestlers calling now. It's your team's lifestyle versus the other team's lifestyle. Who's taking better, better care of themselves? Who's eating well? Who's staying away from distractions? Who's not partying and drinking or using drugs or anything like that? It's who's focusing on their mindset? Who's training harder? Who's training smarter? It's your lifestyle against their lifestyle. Like it or not, we live in a competitive society. So we have to learn how to get as much out of ourselves as we can. The athlete who knows how to maximize their potential can 
and eventually will beat the person who does not know how to maximize what they have. The athlete who knows how to maximize their ability will eventually beat the person who doesn't know how to maximize, even if that person is more talented. So get more and more out of yourself at every moment. That's what we're trying to do with wrestling mindset, bridging that gap. We say the sport's 90% mental. We're training 90% physical, though. We bridge that gap. These Mindset Monday calls are the introduction. Coach Sal, welcome aboard. Always good to have you with us. Uh, we bridge that gap. We say the sport's 90% mental. We better start training closer to 90% mental, being the total package. Again, it starts today. Make sure you jump on our website, www.wrestlingmindset.com. Sign up for a free trial session and get involved in one of our individual programs. Learn how to build the alter ego. We're teaching the best teams and the best wrestlers in the entire country how to flip the switch and go into beast mode. There's a way to do it. It's a systematic process like anything else. There's a systematic way to get stronger. There's a systematic way to learn technique. There's a systematic way to learn mindset. Other, other than that, you're just spinning your wheels. We've got to take the bull by the horns and take charge. All right, very good. Again, our spiritual strength call will be at 10 o'clock. Are there any questions? But any of our callers on the phone, please press star one if you have any questions. And any of our, um, our watchers, any of our viewers on our Facebook Live, any questions? I'll give it till, we'll go till about 9.25. 9.25. And again, I thank everyone on our Facebook page for all the love on Halloween, uh, taking a break from your trick-or-treating and uh, being with us here. So star one, please, on our conference call. If anyone has any questions on this alter ego topic, or in anything else mindset related in wrestling. Yeah, this, this alter ego though, man, it's, this is something, this is cutting edge stuff that we're doing it, but a lot of people do not know about this. This is um, psychology and research really at its best involved in mindset. Yes, question. Hello. Yes. Uh, I have a question about, uh, do you have any tips for, like, uh, wrestling off? Because, uh, I, I, you know, I've really been working my, 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 butt, my butt off this off season, and I got, a re I got a really good guy that I'm going to wrestle off. You got any uh, tips for wrestle-offs? Yeah, ab absolutely. So for wrestle-off, and we see this kind of thing all the time, most people don't like wrestling their teammates or their friends. Right? It's just, it's, it's kind of like maybe people feel weird or uncomfortable, but most people don't like wrestle-offs. So you give yourself an instant advantage by wanting the match. So what I want you to do out there, and this goes for anyone else watching, uh, a lot of us don't, uh, we hear from wrestlers, even some of the top schools around the country, most wrestlers do not like competing against their friends or their teammates. So what I'm saying is give yourself the edge by wanting that match. You've got to want a piece of this guy, even if you wrestle him every day in practice. Okay, so that's that's one thing. Number two, when you're warming up for that, when you're warming up for the wrestle offs, you don't warm up any differently just because there's teammates around or because it's it's not in a match setting. Your warm up has to be exactly the same as it would be in a match or a tournament against someone you don't even know. All right, that's that's an important thing. A lot of people change their warm up. They change their pre match routine because they're going against their friend. Maybe uh, your your teammate isn't getting as warmed up, but um. You know, you, you can't look at it like that. You have to still do your warm-up. You have to still go through your same mindset, um, you know, routine that you do before every single match. All right, and the next thing is, I know you said you've been working really hard, and, and that's, that's great. Continue to work hard, but you've got to look at this match like any other tournament or any other competition. 
a lot of times with the wrestle-offs, it's true. A lot of people are looking to start for the very first time. Uh, we can't build this match up. You can't put these matches on a pedestal. That would go for when you're taking a, a test like the SAT is also. People put the test on a pedestal or they go into a job interview. They put the job interview on a pedestal. You treat every live wrestling situation the same. So live is live, whether it's practice, whether it's a match, whether it's wrestle-offs. Um, it just doesn't matter. So treat it the same as any other competition. Um, make sure you do your warm-up the same exact way, same exact pre-match routine as you always do, and you've got to want the match. You know, you've, got, you've got to want the match to, to wrestle um, your opponent off, your teammate, because most teammates don't want to wrestle each other. So you give yourself an instant advantage by wanting that match. Good question. All right, thank question. you. Absolutely, happy to help. Great question. And, you know, for everyone, everyone involved, Anytime people jump on with these, with these questions, you're not just helping. It's not just great for yourself, but you're helping the entire group that's calling up. Because believe me, it's not just you who has that question. We hear this every single year about people competing for a spot in the starting lineup in those wrestle-offs. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely a great thing. Any other questions? We're going to need you to press star one. Gene, you there? Welcome aboard. Mindset guru on his own, in his own right, tennis star. Yes, yes, question. Yes, question. On conference? No one? All right, we have another three or four minutes. We'll give you any other questions. Any live questions on our conference call will be star one. On our Facebook, just simply write it in. We're happy to help you. Again, our topic of the night was developing the alter ego. How do we go from nice person and respectful person off the mat or, and then go into beast mode when we're in competition. There's a systematic process, just like there is for getting stronger, for getting faster, for improving your technique. There's a systematic process to go from yourself to beast mode, to your alter ego. And it's simply a matter of going through these mindset exercises and worksheets. This is an introduction. Once you step into our program, our wrestlers are doing this now. Our teams around the country are doing this now where they're learning how to flip that switch on the mat the same way Beyonce does it on stage, Eminem, Chosinko, The Boz, um, all these MMA fighters, these UFC fighters, they have that nickname, they have that alter ego. Do you have an alter ego? Most people do not, and we teach you how to develop it. Wrestling mindset. Kevin Black, another legend on the call. Adam, trick-or-treating heroes with us. <laughs> happy Halloween, everyone. We're happy you caught your call and hopping on our um, Facebook, our Facebook Live. Any other questions? Any other questions that I could help you with? Anyone on our conference call? Again, our spiritual strength call will begin at 10 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're central, that is 9 p.m. <laughs> so our 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Central time. 9 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I know it gets a little bit confusing. But, again, I want to remind everyone that it's, it's all a matter of training your mind. You have to train your mind like you train your body. It can't be doing just either or. It's not either or. It's both ends. You have to train very hard. You have to train very smart. You have to work your technique. You've got to work your strength. If that's the case, we will call tonight on our Wrestling Mindset Monday call. Make sure you sign up for our one-on-one -on -one individual trial session on our Facebook page, on our website, www.wrestlingmindset.com. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
Snapchat, all forms of social media. We're constantly pumping out great information. The top wrestling-specific mindset information anywhere else in the world. We're happy that you're with us. Make sure you join us. If you like what you're hearing, make sure your family, your friends, your coaches, your teammates are jumping on also. Very good. And also for, for Carl, uh, great question here. Do we teach our guys to go into our alter ego in practice? Yes. And the reason why is because live wrestling is live wrestling. Whether you're doing it in practice, a competition, a tournament, or a match, it's all the same. We don't distinguish. So knowing how to do it, very important. It's just taking that step, and we teach that alter ego in the context of our program. Hello. Yes. yes. We have another question. You're getting some late questions. That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Hey, Gene. Uh, Coach Hugenboom, Lake Erie here. Hey, what's going on, Coach? How you doing? We just had our wrestle-offs. Uh, quick question. We had some guys doing some really good things, but they put the brakes on late in the match. Um, you know, felt yeah. they might have had it under control. How to? What are some tips maybe for some of these guys listening that, uh, you know, to keep extending our lead and keep that mindset dialed in all the way to the end of the match? Yeah, that's, that, that's really what happens is as the match goes on, we start thinking more and more about winning. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's, what tends, that's what tends to happen. In practice, we're thinking about beating our opponent, but we're not thinking as much about winning. And in matches, especially once we get to that third period, we start looking over at the clock. We start looking over at the, um, we start looking over at the score. Or we're just keeping the score in our head. Um, we start thinking more about winning the match. So I, th- I think the biggest thing, just to creating that cultural change in, in the room where it's like, Hey, we're not we're not focusing on just winning the match. It's continuing to score, and that's actually what makes a what makes a coach like Brands over at Iowa really stand out from a lot of the other coaches. Because even though their guys win, he's he's still on them if they're not looking to score late in the match. Whereas I see a lot of other even college coaches congratulating the wrestlers for for holding out at the end of the match for um you know stalling and winning the match for the team or or winning the match themselves. Um, I think about Mako, not to, not to put him down, Mako's great and a t- tough wrestler. His series is awesome on slow wrestling. If you haven't watched it already, watch it. He's definitely someone you could learn a lot from. And um, everyone, that alter ego, man, he, he, he knew how to flip that switch. But um, I remember when he won the Midlands, this was in that Iowa documentary, the season back in 2002. And um, after he won the Midlands, biggest tournament of his life, he was a freshman in college, and, and Brands was lacing into him right after the match clock watcher you can't be a clock watcher you're watching the clock the whole third period and here's the guy who just won the midlands tournament but that's that's why um that's why iowa that's that's why they are who they are you know but pretty much year in and year out no one likes wrestling them because they have that attitude they're always looking to score and there's a bigger principle than winning at hand and i think iowa does a great job of, of letting that be known so that's that's a big foundation of the whole wrestling mindset program, not focusing as much on the winning or losing and continue to score points and really making it an example. As a coach, a good thing you could do is when, when a wrestler um, loses a match or, you know, but they continue to score or they continue looking to score, you know, you, you reward that behavior, you reinforce that. Or if a wrestler is winning, but they lose late in the match, um, reinforcing that, Hey, that's great. They went after it. Obviously you're going to be, you know, correcting any technical uh, things or some strategy you might, you might need to have, but but you know rewarding them with reinforcement that hey they kept going for it. I, I had a wrestler who was actually an eighth grader competed at the Beast of the East tournament and um, he he went for a roll through. It was a tie score in, in the second period. He was on top. He went for a roll through tilt, pulled the guy on top of him, wound up losing because um, wound up losing because of that one situation. He you know pulled the guy on top of him, 
and, and his coach was real mad. And I remember, and I was, I was real happy after he came off the mat. I said, that was great. Said, that's how you got it. That's how you got to wrestle. You're going after it. You're going to win matches because of that. And the other thing I think about is David Taylor when he was in like the cadet or I don't know, the school boy or the cadet uh, Fargo finals. And, and, and he was winning nine, nothing. He was about to tech the guy and he got pinned. And, and Taylor even brought this up after he won the NCAA title that a coach told him that don't ever let that stop you from being aggressive. So even if you get burned sometimes for being aggressive, stay aggressive. So that's the, that's the bigger principle there. Continue to score points. Definitely. Yeah. And a long, a, a long winded answer, but I'm not a man of one word. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, coach. We'll talk to you guys Thanks. soon. Yep. Absolutely. Happy to help. All right, I guess we'll call the night on that. Great questions from everyone. We really thank you for calling again. Spiritual Strength is going to begin at 10 p.m., so it's just over a half hour. Make sure you stay with us. We have a great lesson of the night. Again, sign up for one of our free trial sessions one-on-one on www.wrestlingmindset.com. And happy Halloween, everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.